Hey everyone, welcome to Buff AF. That's I was right. checking out my arms because they look really good in this lighting. Yes, don't need firepower and you're rocking these guns. <laughs> you know, during our podcast today, I kept drinking water. I'm like, ooh, that looks nice. Sculpted. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone wants to check out my fabulous arms that I really need to work out on because they're not amazing. Oh, there we go. Look at that. You yeah. see that muscle right there? Yeah, that's Mm. what you need to get is a Yeti that weighs 30 pounds because it's full of ice and just lift it all day long at work. (laughs) I Yes, I just reached the most basic levels with one of these things, but I had, (laughs) Finch has seen it. Um, It's like a big pink, big pink, wow, big pink, (laughs) damn it, big pink tank. And it's like, it's like, it's literally a tank. And um, I would just drink out of it. I was like, yeah. Don't Photoshop that, by the way, for everyone who just watched. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's listening, please, please watch because we'll take a clip of it and put it on our Instagram of what just happened with that because that's meme worthy. But yeah. I was drinking out of it, would splash my face constantly. So I had to get one of those big 40 ounce, like those basic ass girl cups with like the bottom tapered in because. Uh, spilling <laughs> literally on myself and then also like i like handles the other one was heavy but i'm now a hydrated queen drinking my water and not looking ashy because my skin is hydrated that's right well you had to because you bumped up to the high def camera yeah i know <laughs> yeah y'all could see the wrinkles the cellulite not being filled in flaky kayla that's- from dehydration a little bit so if anyone has bad cellulite you might be dehydrated a little bit because the water <laughs> helps without the skin so drink your water there you go i like it the um a couple of, i got this um uh i got this tattoo on my arm a couple of years ago the black bands with my wife and my kids names in it and this wasn't the intent but after i got it i realized it was the perfect like dehydration meter in the world because the bl- the black on it like it will get like flaky and dry and you can see it plain as day when i'm dehydrated so it's like it's like oh it's like this perfect like lit- litmus test on my arm at all times i can look down like oh i need to drink more water and then i don't oh my gosh but um yeah that's that was <laughs> not new yeah, that's right <laughs> we should be sponsored <laughs> right we were talking earlier though i th- i think this is an interesting idea this just occurred to me and i haven't even presented this to kayla yet um before we sat down to record this she texted me a picture of her dinner which looked phenomenally better than mine, which was a frozen pizza from Menards, which is a hardware store in the Midwest. Because that's how we roll. <laughs> that's how we roll in the Midwest. That's where you can get your frozen pizzas and your nails and your joist hangers. Um, but um, I told her, I'm like, yeah, that looks better than mine. I'm eating a pizza, the whole damn thing. And she's like, was it a long day at work? And I was like, straight up calorie crisis. <laughs> and Kayla said, that sounds like a great name for what you say, a grungy, like edgy band. Yeah, edgy um, band. Calorie yeah. crisis coming calorie at your heart. Crisis. Yeah, <laughs> but I sort of feel like calorie crisis should be the name of our offshoot podcast <laughs> YouTube channel where we do our foodie stuff because that's one thing Kayla and I have in common is we both love cosplay. We're both nerds and we both love food yes. and going to cool food places. And we had joked about like <laughs> starting a side thing where we just do food reviews. And I feel like we should call it calorie crisis. That's like I- the perfect name for it. I think you're right. I I absolutely love that idea. So we'll we'll make it. We can at least start with an Instagram page, and or we could post our pods like the dinners we have right beforehand because we usually shoot them pretty late, like at ten o'clock, uh, Eastern Central Time, Eastern Eastern Standard Time. So I'm getting used to my time zone still. I used to be Central Time, 
Um, and Finch usually gets a little bit of a dinner in at least, you know, maybe a snack. So I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah, we could, we uh, could pair <laughs> three and a Sorry. half out of 10. Um, <laughs> it's got to come from the diaphragm. It's got to come up. You have to hold it. Back <laughs> <over there>. Yeah. <laughs> like you got your big muscles in your cup doing a war cry. Uh, <laughs> just sound like Dragon Ball Z, like any of the characters going super saiyan. Uh, just uh, uh, <laughs> just like the littlest burp, like uh. <laughs> I've never been so personally offended by the size of a burp in my life. Like we had that much buildup, and that was the payoff. It's kind of like the show Lost. Um, so yeah, so we are. Um, we recorded another episode. It was a fantastic mm-hmm. episode, yes. and we are doing a slight format change after mm-hmm. this episode. Do you yes. want to talk about it? Or do you want me to? Yes, because I was the one who established the foundation, I think, um, you know, talking about it, like for everyone who's listening uh, and, and who had just enjoyed our little blurb just now, but you probably gotten a little bit bored. You know, we've noticed that just kind of ourselves like we just kind of ask the same questions which you know for podcasting it is hard for us because we truly like to get to know everything about the people who are coming on their stories and everything like that but we have gotten away from the true intent which is sharing the skills and the craft and the actual cosplays like we might talk a little bit about it but we we kind of dive a lot more into the creator themselves and so while we still love you and we want to get to know you guys and want to let you get to know them We understand that, you know, the craft itself is what a lot of people want to help with, want to learn about, want to see how they can use that information for their own stuff. So today with Josh, we made a much more conscious effort to be really focusing on that, on the craft itself. And so hopefully, you know, if you can take some time to let us know what you think, or if you, again, we want to hear from you guys, if you have additional ideas of what you would like to see and hear on the the podcast, like we want to cater to your guys' needs. And we were seeing that things were getting a little stale. So hopefully with today's episode and moving forward, we're, we're going to keep with that shift. We're also going with a little bit shorter episodes because a lot of people do like to listen to us like on their way to work. And we understand that an hour can be quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we have we have never, ever had a guest on this episode that we did not personally adore like we've never had anybody on the podcast that yeah we recorded and afterwards we were like i wasn't really a fan of that person like we've loved every single guest that we've had um like kayla said however like there's a we just feel like having guest after guest after guest after guest and always asking the same questions how did you get into cosplay what do you think about this like it just it, it was taking away from what it is we originally intended to do we are still going to have guests on the podcast it'll just not be in every episode thing um, so unfortunately, you're going to get a lot more of Kayla and Finch hijinks and stupidity. <laughs> and I apologize for that ahead of time, but it's coming at you like a freight train. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, again, more unhinged moments, more meme worthy uh, <laughs> moments. And we're going to be, you know, collect. Oh, God. <laughs> How did you make you it in the like- podcast world? Rusty <laughs> <Trusty> couch. <laughs> For those who are listening, this might be an episode you want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that in and of itself might be worth it. So head over to YouTube, plug, right? <laughs> yes, yes, please do. Um, but yeah, so we're we're gonna be switching things up a little bit, and hopefully, it makes it a little bit easier, more enjoyable. 
I know a lot of you guys just love me and Finch going back and forth. We did our bullshit session for the last episode. So there's going to just be more fun conversations, looking more into like the media, things that are happening, trending, different creating styles, different types of um, modalities to create for cosplay, 3D printing, like, you know, with just creating things. Um, so we're going to be branching out and expanding a little bit. And so if there is anything in particular you'd like us to talk about, you know, feel free to open up the gates and let it flood. We are we are wanting all the information. Yes, flood us with it. Let us have it all over us. Just give it to us hard. Um, we are ready for it. Um, yeah, but this episode, we did something a little bit different. Every single episode that we have had on, we have had a cosplayer on. This is the first episode that we've had where we did not have a cosplayer on. Instead, we had a cosplay photographer on, mm-hmm. which is both Kayla and I have said um, in prior episodes, kind of the unsung hero in the Instagram cosplay world. People make such great cosplays. But when that gets paired with a really great photographer, and we've been lucky enough to meet a few of them, um, it just takes it to a whole nother level. So we really wanted to have Josh on, uh, talk to him about, photography and how he kind of like went from photography into cosplay photography and his experiences that he's had so far. Yeah. And so we covered a variety of different, you know, methods that he uses, ways of connecting with others, how to establish yourself in the photography world, as well as, you know, trying to just up your own game. If that's portrait photography for yourself or for others, you know, trying to expand more. We cover quite a bit with that podcast. Um, and, and it really goes to show like he, he was such a kind and positive person, which we say that literally about everybody. But, you know, it was really fun having such a different perspective, you know, being on the opposite side, trying to tell that story that we all try to create for ourselves when we do cosplay. So, um, you know, this intro is already getting a lot very long, so we should just cut it short. You know, let's talk about Josh. Let's bring him on. So without further ado, let's get nerdy AF. Today we do have Josh on the line and we're, we're talking about a variety of different topics, but what caught my eye when I first got to seeing Josh's pages, we were, we're in WonderCon, which uh, if anyone's listened so far, you can tell that we're, we're big fans. <laughs> we had a wonderful, wonderful time and Josh was killing it. We saw him right off the bat, you know, running around, taking pictures. And I was like, I need to make sure I figure out who this guy is because you were just, you were on top of the game. You're doing, you're doing the best. And then when I found your page, like your pictures really do show for themselves. And that's why we wanted to have you on today, since we do usually keep our podcast mostly around cosplay 3D printing, but we are trying to, you know, get outside the box and think about the different modalities, different way creators can still fit into those kind of categories with Josh being photographer, you know, it's a really interesting avenue to explore. I know we've talked about it just briefly on the pod, but Um, Josh, I just wanted to open up the floor for you, you know, talking about your experiences, like why exactly was it cosplay that you wanted to focus on for photography and how you kind of got started there and and what you're hoping to see moving forward? Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Again, thank you for uh, inviting me to this podcast. I'm still nervous, by the way. (laughs) Um, 
So I started actually uh, cosplay photography last year, July, uh, here in San Antonio. Um, or excuse me, in uh, Austin, Greater Austin, Texas, there was a uh, Comic-Con, uh, Greater Austin Comic-Con that I went to. And uh, I thought I'd, you know, just bring my camera. It was actually just a regular camera. Um, and uh, mind you, I've been doing photography, like freelance and uh, kind of portrait, kind of enthusiast or um, um, amateur uh, style photography in the past 14 years, since I was 16 years old. And uh, I thought I'd bring in the style that I use in photography. And so as I, as I enjoy or take more pictures and enjoy the, the results and enjoy, you know, how the cosplayers enjoy it, um, I, I kind of start gravitating towards kind of attending uh, more and more um, cosplay uh, or conventions, excuse me. And so I've been doing it uh, literally a year now. Uh, and uh, so far, it has been the, one of the most um, beneficial to my, my photography. It's helped me grown actually further than, than in the past 14 years. Uh, it's helped me network with uh, amongst other photographers as well. So, I mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that, that's really awesome. I know Finch and I both, we have a, a thing for photography. And I did a lot of um, freelancing myself and also working for actual like a, like a music store to do all their product stuff. So that's another, it's like a love of mine. And, you know, talking about that, going a bit more into detail, I know when I've worked with a lot of people, you know, there, there can be a lot of insecurities being in front of the camera. And then, you know, when it comes to cosplay, though, a lot of us do tend to have that confidence go up. And I think that there could be a kind of challenge, which I'd love for you to speak on, because, you know, we're not just taking photos of models, right? We're, we're taking photos of people who are in cosplay. You have armor you have to work with. You have to have certain angles, um, you know, poses. So, how, how do you really navigate that when it comes to, you know, working with all that extra stuff? Like how I'm trying to think of a good way to phrase that question in addition to that, but like, what, what kind of challenges do you face and like, how are you overcoming them? You know, thinking about all the different genres of cosplay and trying to make sure that photo is what they're looking for. So at first I was just kind of just taking photos uh, here and there, you know, let me take good photo, whatever. And then, I started noticing and, you know, as I get more exposure and as I get more exposure from cost experienced cosplayers, I notice how they pose. And, uh, and as you know, like familiar animes or comics, uh, their familiar poses. So I started noticing that they do that. And so for the, uh, less experienced cosplayers, I started applying that to them and helping them out um, uh, with their poses. And uh, I think so, and do, doing my own research, you know, um, like for, I'll give you an example, would be uh, in uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, you know, you'd have the pose of, uh, um, um, you know, uh, a Demon Slayer uh, with a sword or, I can't remember the names, <laughs> blanking <laughs> out. Um, but, essentially just kind of having them do those poses and then adding my own twist into it. Cause I did some, some uh, portrait photography and kind of know a little bit of uh, facial structure, uh, structuring um, to make the, 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 the person's um, 
appear in the photo appealing, essentially. Does that does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. So you're doing a lot of that independent research, working off of mm-hmm. what people are already doing, and kind of taking it from there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. What was uh? What can you remember like specifically what it was that got you into photography? as a whole to begin with you said you've been doing it for quite a while so that's mm-hmm. i gotta imagine there's a bit of a story behind that uh so it's kind of like a hand-me-down from my dad uh my dad did photography i am in all honesty i never really seen his uh how he put photographed i saw his photographs but i never seen him do it um and then my older brother got into photography photography as well and he taught me the stuff that he he knew um but uh funny enough i progressed better than him i think more in more artistic manner is he listening um, to he's this more analytical was that <laughs> is he listening to this is he like whoa bro <laughs> uh, uh, well well bro <laughs> but anyway, Competition. Yeah, I, uh, um so i started out with a uh, uh, film uh, a Minolta, Minolta, I can't remember the name, oh, but uh, an, a Minolta a film camera. And, uh, you know, I kind of, I was 16 years old, uh, saved up, uh, you know, working in a, in a restaurant, you know, gathering tips. And so my very first ever digital camera was a uh, uh, 20 Canon 20D. And ever since then, I've kind of stuck with, uh, with the Canon. Represent me too. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do Sony and those mirrorless cameras, like they just get so dirty so easy that having mm-hmm. a dog, it just didn't make sense. But mm. um, that that sounds like a really nice upbringing too. And thinking about that, you know, transforming into something that you really enjoy, especially because it sounds like you said that you're getting more into conventions. So would you say it's your interest in Comic-Con related stuff that's caused all the traveling? Or would you say it's mostly like, just how you're booming with the photography that that's what's bringing you up to all those conventions. I think uh, what I've noticed so far out of all the places I've been to, it's more so the connection with the people. Don't get me wrong. Like it's nice for the, it's, it's a good feeling to make, you know, people smile and, you know, uh, make people uh, happy with um, the results. Um, But there's something about the, the kind of the process of it. Um, don't get me wrong. It's, it, it, is, it is tedious, you know, having to prep up and all that. Um, but the process of it and actually having to, uh, interact with people kind of gives me that energy and gives me a little bit of that, uh, motivation to continue doing it. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I'll go. Um, do you, um, uh, do you put how much, I guess, Give me one second. I'm going to rephrase all of that. I'll, I can let you think on a question. No, I, I, I got one. I got one. Okay. Um, when you look at the overall process and you look at your finished product of the photos that you do, how much of um, stock do you put in post-production? Like for you, is post-production a large part of your photography process? I would say so myself. Yes. Uh, I would say it's about equally amount of time because I don't just you know in in a convention I'd be there for six to eight hours right um obviously I don't put six to eight hours in one go to to uh uh post uh, post production just because of my my uh my you know full-time job so I would put in about an hour maybe two hours um you know at night after work and edit the photos so and 
you know, per day, I would say I'd take about 600 to 700 photos. And I try to take, you know, two, maybe three photos per cosplayer. That way I, I'm not like overwhelmed. Um, so it majority of the time I already have kind of a, a set setting on my camera and a set um, uh, mode. And I so I use a uh, Lightroom um, and I set a uh, preset for uh, editing. And so after I do the preset, I'll just, uh, I'll do, I'll look at them individually and look at the pick one that, that I like the most and, uh, you know, do my, my finishing touches on it. So I still do do it one at a time, but I'll do a batch first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, does that answer that question? Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Yeah, that leads me to a question too, because we we've had the situation, you know, just you know, doing the podcasting side of it, trying to find the people you take photos of or you're connecting with. Like, do you have a process that makes it a little bit easier to stay connected with people, or is it just something simple like, hey, here's my Instagram? Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, it's been just the Instagram. Um, there, uh, since I'm in, you know, more local, uh, doing more, uh, conventions here in Texas, there's a lot more local, uh, cosplayers kind of, uh, uh, in, in like in, uh, in California, uh, I've done more both in Texas and California and seen, you know, uh, most of the, the, the same, um, uh, cosplayers in those, in, in these areas and, uh, kind of kept the connection within, uh, uh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I know you mentioned a little bit more for like prep time. So we we've talked about this on the podcast too, like prepping for when you're actually in cosplay. So I know that when it comes to photography, you probably have a whole prep routine yourself. What mm -hmm. does that usually typically look like at like a standard day at a con? That depends. That depends. Um, so if I am in Texas, because I just drive to wherever in Texas, I have a little bit more of a, a lead time, I should say, uh, before I, I get into um, uh, the 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 event. So I have to make sure all the gear is, is up, right? Are you talking about, you know, before I go to the event? Because I, I, there's, I think there's certain sections to it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, methods and, yeah, steps. Yeah, I would say just in general, like the beforehand of like what, what y'all have to do to prepare. And then once you're there, like, what does that, how, how do you get going? What's your routine? Okay. Yeah. So what I, uh, obviously I have to, you know, prep, prep, make sure I have uh, enough uh, battery and uh, memory. So I usually wipe out my memory from uh, the previous con, you know, after I save it in, in my, uh, my drive, I'll have that prepped up before, like a night before, maybe even uh, like a couple days, not a week, but usually a couple days. And then uh, I'll usually uh, have all my batteries, my backup batteries um, already uh, ready and charged up. And I'll take it all, you know, on the next day. Uh, so that's more in here in, in Texas. And when I, so when I fly out, I prep a little bit in advance, kind of similar, but with less gear. Um, so when I drive to the convention from here, I'd have uh, three tripods with me in my, my trunk. And uh, I have a couple more lights. Just so if I, if I pick out some, somebody who is like, who, who's done a lot of work with their, con, uh, with their cosplay, um, you know, I'll, I'll, Add in a little bit more lighting just to give it a little bit more spunk. Yeah. Um, with, uh, you know, out of state uh, conventions, I try to pack it light. 
so uh, I'll ha- I'll only have two batteries. Uh, probably not the best idea, but I only have two batteries <laughs> for the, the the camera, and then I'll have a a one prime lens and a, a zoom lens, and then uh, I'll have two uh, flashes. Uh, one uh, speed light flash, and then the other one is the eighty two hundred um uh Godox, and then uh I'll only have one stand. Um, sometimes I'll bring a like a little tripod. Um, the little tripod will be kind of a a addition to my lighting to to my other lighting because what I, what I can do sometimes is I can have two lights light sources with from the speed light and the the eighty two hundred. Yeah, so. sounds like a really nice setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to go on the record right now and say y'all are spoiled <laughs> because <laughs> Kayla and I were talking about this uh, the other day. Both of us with a bit of a background in photography, and I, in no way, shape, or form, consider myself a professional photographer. I haven't done photography in a long time, but if you had noticed, I'm just slightly older than Kayla. <laughs> and back in the day, back in the day. When I did photography, we were using 35 millimeter black and white film so we could get pictures of the dinosaurs. And My dad uh, did that. Yeah, your dad did that. My dad did that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both have something in common. We use the same film and we're probably both on heart medication. But, uh, uh. <laughs> the, you know, and that was back. I'll tell you one thing. The one upside is you didn't have to worry about batteries. You didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about bringing batteries along. On the flip side, you would sit there and shoot multiple rolls of film go to the dark room and develop it only then to find out you had a smudge on your lens mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. toast. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. The digital is a whole nother world that I was so depressed, man. I graduated from high school. I took <laughs> photography all through high school. It was so much fun. Three years after I graduated, I stopped back by my old high school to see my old photography teacher, see how he was doing. And he was back in what used to be the dark room. The dark room was completely ripped out. Instead, there was a bank of computers there for people to edit their photos. And I'm like, that was the first time I felt like an old curmudgeon in my entire life. That I'm like, you're you're forgetting the old ways of the gods and (laughs) repent. But um, on the flip side, when I see the kind of photography that you are putting out, for example, it is light years ahead. It is so phenomenal. It is so good looking. I mean... I, I really feel like a cosplayer can look good, um, but a photographer, a really good photographer such as yourself, takes it to a whole nother level. And I think a lot of the times when stuff is getting posted on social media, people are spending a lot of the time paying attention to the cosplayer and the work they put into their cosplay as well they should have. However, I think far too often what gets lost in there is the phenomenal talent of the photographer who took the pictures that the person is there, fo- you know, posting on Instagram that's getting hundreds and thousands of likes and, you know, getting them all the follows and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's my two cents on the whole thing. Sorry about your traumatic experience with the, <laughs> the light room um, or dark room. Sorry. Um, sorry, I'm thinking the software. And, you know, it's funny because it's maybe that's the play on words of how they, they came from dark room to light room. You know, it's on yeah. computer. Right. But- <laughs> that it, that's true. It was like BCCE, like that was like the dividing line of photography history when we came out of the dark ages and went into the light room. Literally, yes. Um, And I had something. Oh, yeah. I was going to say when it comes to that photography piece, because it really does tell a story and the quality of the photos like you can take a selfie of your 
of your cosplay. That's one thing. But when you can have, it's basically a cinematic experience captured in one shot, right? It's just that that picture and it, you can tell so much from it. And I have seen like people compete, like back in St. Louis, there's some people competing that literally their cosplays were so phenomenal. And either they never did any photos at all because like I'd followed them. I'm like, I can't wait to see this. I'm like, where did it? Where is it? <laughs> um, so they just never posted it. Or when they did, mm-hmm. it was it was so grainy. It looked like it was taken on like an iPhone three. Um, and I was like, this the craftsmanship that you see needs to be documented with good tech and then also put in that light that really shows the creative aspect. If it's the pose, if it's the background, cause that has a huge part in everything too, which I've noticed you do very nice uniformity with. Um, it's just like, I'm so glad that you can be that for a lot of people because it goes to show like uh, that, the work that they do is, is amazing. And then making sure that it's being shown and displayed like the art it is, like you're taking that step to do that for them. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I. that's the other part to it too. Um, you know, it is, I, I think it's really, like with bigger conventions, it's really difficult to uh, pick out, uh, I not to say pick out, but um, identify, I guess, um, like well-made cosplays um some you can pick it pick them out you know out of the blue uh, you know out of the crowd because you know uh it's it sticks out it just sticks out some uh it, they blend in well um but yeah i i that's one of the one of the reasons i like taking photos of of uh of cosplayers is because the the craftsmen that comes with it the craftsman of their work that comes with it um this i apologize if i'm, I'm dragging on this but uh uh this kind of, kind of gives me the point of uh wanting to kind of go into the dark side and uh start interviewing people yeah you know, kind of short interviews about their crafts because i have talked to a lot of um cosplayers when you know taking photos of them and asking them hey did you make that your yourself and they, they would say yeah i took me six months eight months like holy crap that is a long time <laughs> you know um like i can't imagine you know putting that amount of effort and you know let alone um uh you know being pinpoint um you know accurate with the the details so you know that that yeah that to me is something that you know uh, I guess for cosplayers um, something that I'm 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 proud to you know you know uh, come out of a, a produced for them in a in a photograph. Yeah, no, I think it's it's more appreciated than you really do know. And having that, that's exactly why we do the podcast too, because there is so much to learn, um, and and we want to try to have a variety of different people. So. A lot of people can take things into their own hands, start up, you know, maybe doing photography themselves or cosplaying themselves, getting their first 3D printer and having more instruction, learning from the people who we look up to. We try to have everyone we actually do have a good relationship with or want to have a good relationship with on the show because we we do appreciate it and see it truly for art. Um, so again, that's, you know, having you provide your own insight for them too is is extremely valuable. Thank you. I agree. Have you, um, so, uh, with your photography, do you get a lot of people, um, yet who are booking you 
for shoots at these cons? Or are you just more or less like wanting to come out, come out and shoot what you see in front of you? I have people uh, book me outside the convention. Um, it, the the only <laughs> problem really is my location. Yeah, my location is not centralized, and I <laughs> wish I was in San Antonio, but I'm not. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of uh, excuse my language. You know, you can cut it out, but a middle but fuck nowhere. Literally, I two and a half BFE, hours. Man. Yeah, BFE. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, it, that makes it difficult because if I was living in a bigger city, which were most the 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 uh, cosplayers at who wants to book me, you know, I can do it in a weekday. Mm-hmm. But here, I have to travel. You know, I can get done at work five thirty, sometimes five. You know, six o'clock, and uh, you know, by that time, it's gonna be you know late. So. I mean, I could do it. Don't get me wrong. Um, and people have uh, hired me for, um, you know, uh, doing photography um, uh, or for a uh, photo session with them. Um, but so, but for the majority of part, uh, I've been just doing, you know, just convention and convention and convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Do you uh, do you have any cons coming up? that you're for sure wanting to go to or ones that you would like to go to or ones that you're hoping to go to? Uh, so I was going to go to San Diego Comic-Con, but I ended up canceling my my trip because I wasn't sure if they were going to approve me or not, and it was already too late. When I look in there, I wasn't approved. So I was like, uh, cancel that one. I kind of switched it to the Anime Expo uh, earlier this July. And then... Uh, I I may next week go to uh, Denver for Etchy Expo. I'm not yet sure. Uh, this is kind of like a last minute um, decision for me. If I were to buy it, you know, that's going to hurt my pocket a little bit, but we'll see. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the world of uh, cosplay. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but there's a couple more in August that I want to attend to. There is definitely kind of more in the future. Uh, uh san francisco fan festival or fan expo excuse me and then uh la uh, uh comic-con in december awesome. um yeah and then maybe maybe dragon con in september i think it's in september october mm-hmm. um and october for sure uh new york comic-con a lot of big things coming your way and they're all like very large cons We'll see. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. And so, Josh, since we are coming up against the clock here, the one um, last question that I, I think a lot of our listeners and viewers would love to hear is like when it comes to tips for people who are wanting to get more into photography or taking their own photos, because like the self portraits can be a whole different art themselves. Do you have any tips or advice when it comes to people just starting out or any any way they can elevate their photo game? Hmm. Uh, I would say there's two types of photographers. There's the talented ones, and then there's the artistic ones. Um, <laughs> when I say talented ones, it's well, skilled talent more so, and then artistic. So, uh, or or both three, I guess. Uh, if you're not artistic, or you feel like you're not artistic, stick to the basics. Like, you know, the rule of thirds, um, the foreground, midground, and background, um, the golden rule, so on and so forth. 
And then uh, the triangle rule for uh, uh, the exposure, exposure triangle. Um, and then if you're, if you're artistic, composure, learn how to pose your, your, um, your, uh, your um, cosplayers. Uh, the posing is one of the things I'm still learning to this day. Um, I've, I've improved uh, I've improved since you know since I've started, um, but I'm still learning and learning more and more different angles. Um, with the artist, you know, the artistic side, they can do a little bit more, um, and with different poses, they can make it a little bit better. Anyway, hopefully that helps. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were going with a completely different route with that. I thought you were saying there are the ones who are talented. <laughs> The and then there are, are the ones who aren't talented, so they just call themselves artistic. Like it's out of frame and out of focus because I'm a fucking artist, you know. Like, that's where I, I didn't want to go that way. You know. This that's is my very interpretation. First, uh, this is my very first uh, uh, podcast, so I didn't want to like uh, uh, bash people. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that that is really great advice. And I know, you know, there's a lot that can be said with phones too. Like when it comes to equipment, just because you don't have the fanciest schmanciest camera, you know, if you learn how to do more artistic photography through like iPhones or Androids or whatever, like we have great cameras on those things now. Doing things like portrait mode, some of them have adjustable exposures when you think about how many freaking cameras are on them back. Mm -hmm. Um so for those who are listening or watching at home, like you can have a lot of tools already just in your pocket. It's just a matter of taking the time, exploring a little bit, which is hopefully what we kind of started with for those who are interested in learning more about photography, trying to get their foot more into the cosplay world, either trying to up their own photography game for their own things, or maybe try and do what Josh does and travel around, really get to meet photographers, not photographers, but cosplayers which is exactly what Finch and I love about doing the podcast, going to Comic-Cons is really that connection piece. So is there anything else, Josh, that you think would be really valuable for the the viewers and listeners to, to know before we, we end our podcast for today? Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I think uh, uh, don't worry about the, the people uh, who, um, the people who disgrace your work or uh, who make fun of you. Um, I think what you're doing is great. Um, so you guys keep, keep it up. Um, the podcasters as well, keep it up. Um, and uh, to all the other photographers out there, you know, be positive. It takes time to, to, um, uh, to make a, a really quality uh, photo. Awesome. Well, thank I you, like Josh. It. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Where all can people find you and get a hold of you at? Thank you. Uh, so my uh, my handle for my Instagram and all my fa my Facebook and uh, my website actually. So uh, Instagram it's e at ej boca b o k e h, or my website is uh, ej boca as well e j b o k e h dot com. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, well, so we'll send people your way. Sorry, Finch, let me interrupt. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. No, yeah, we'll send people your way. And <laughs> we're going to say the same thing. But uh, yeah, so everybody, uh, if you are not currently following Josh, go do so. 
Um, it's definitely worth it. You're, you're a phenomenal talent, a great person. We want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Kayla right. and Finch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.